Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of You Are the Sunsite of My Geist. That is courtesy of Miles Gray, picking my parents' wedding song and shit. Yeah, um, it was a great wedding. Great wedding. Another, <laughs> one, another one of your weddings I've been to, Jack, that you didn't even know about. I was yeah, there. Yeah, man. You saw my dad's big ass, uh, big ass clownish bow tie. Um, oh, he. Oh, was he rocking just 70s, a big, hardcore seventies suit? Yeah, I love time. that. Powder blue. Uh, I think. Oh, really? I think that Maybe really not. was the vibe back then. Yeah. Uh, just ugly. Yeah. 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 Ugly, yeah. ugly and <laughs> fucked up. I am Jack. That is Miles. And what a day! Uh, what a time to be alive. Real roller coaster. So uh, early this morning, we learned that Bill Cosby uh, is being released from prison. His Fucking conviction how? is basically being overturned by the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court. They're like, he never should have been convicted. Uh, he never should have been tried. Uh, and the reason goes back to the one of the... Trump impeachment defense attorneys, uh, Bruce Castor. So this dude, um, when he was, I think he was the attorney general of Pennsylvania, no, district attorney of Pennsylvania, and he determined at that time that there was insufficient evidence to criminally convict Bill Cosby. This was like, I think, 2015 or so, like maybe even earlier. Uh, no, 2005. And he basically said, hey, man, so we're never going to criminally uh, prosecute you for these sex crimes you did. But will you, you know, tell us what you did, basically? And we, you know, so that we can possibly use that in a civil case. And Cosby took that deal because he's guilty as fuck and you didn't want to go to jail. Uh, and that was when he told them that he used sedatives on women. There are multiple, there are t- like 50 to like 60 credible accusers, you know, outside of this instance. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it, it's such a, because this was like one of the first high profile cases, you know, like even when we were starting the show, like where we thought, oh, here's a sea change maybe where right. we will actually take the uh like accusations of victims seriously and give them like you know credibility and weight um and then not this in Pennsylvania kind of, bro not in Pennsylvania not on yeah what if ugh, man so that's um, uh but yeah wow yeah I mean what well, I mean like what does that mean next I mean like who who else can you know can skate right uh everybody who's rich it seems like seems like if you're if you're rich there are a team of attorneys who are well connected and working around the clock to you know it's just a matter of time before they figure out how to get you out of jail because um that's america that's that's just how it works basically right yeah we just that yeah it's like it's one of the the few like the dark corners in our culture that we're still not fully uh able to clean up we just have yeah. we can't have a reckoning with rape culture. We can't have a reckoning with white supremacy or toxic misogyny and this stuff. So it, you know, we allowed these people to become presidents and things, right? Too, yeah, not without a huge fight. 
that that is ongoing. When you think it's over, they're just working behind the scenes. Their money's working behind the scenes to make sure that any victories are overturned. Well, but then in better news, uh, heaven got another angel, Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, passed Hell got away. another homeboy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, eat shit, known war criminal. And unknown knowns and uh, the known known is that he's a war criminal and a piece of shit. Um, yeah. I mean, ugh. I mean, when you're tried in absentia in Malaysia, that's not a good sign that you're a good person. Um, hmm. And being, you know, tried for, you know, cruel and inhumane treatment for and being a war criminal and how you torture people. So, yeah, what a, yeah. But then it's funny, on the other side, there's just people who are, you know, overseeing terrible torture programs and they just get to live out their days naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, this is, like, we're just, we're all kinds of screwed up here, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you watch a uh, Veep? Or not Veep, <laughs> Vice. <laughs> uh, equally hilarious Vice. The Oliver Stone one? Or who did that one? No, it was Adam McKay. Oh, Adam oh. McKay. The new Oliver yeah. Stone. <laughs> the new. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I just saw, I just, you know, I mean, I remember just looking at the photos, but no, I never saw it. Donald Rumsfeld's a pretty, pretty interesting character played by uh, Michael Scott, whose name I'm drawing a blank on. <laughs> um. Michael, oh, uh, Jason Bateman? No, Michael. Oh, oh uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. <laughs> Wait, why did I say, what the Jason fuck? I got, I got George Michael Bluth. I got all them names mixed up. Yes, Steve Carell. But he's, uh, he's just like so gleefully uh, nihilistic. It just, it just makes perfect sense. Uh, right. Bad, bad human being. And at the, again, this is just you, another example of a you know an upholder of American imperialism at all costs, uh, and also just to see like how this just again another version where it's whether it's rich people avoiding justice or you know rich people who are working in the government uh, on our foreign policy that can also uh, sidestep international courts and things like that. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, Giannis was trending last night because we all thought. Uh, his season, possibly career, was over when he had. People keep calling it an awkward landing on his left leg uh, um, after going up. That shit was not awkward. That was violence to anybody who witnessed it. It was gruesome. It his, his leg like, bent the wrong way. It was like it, you're like, okay, well, we're in hyperextension town, and Giannis is the mayor, right? And but no. See, this is like one of those things too. Like it happens with some athletes where you're like, I'm looking at something that is an injury. Like like, there's no way. And then somehow just because through their malleability of joints and flexibility that they kept that from being a terrible, terrible thing. But yeah, for people who aren't basketball fans, Giannis is like seven feet tall, moves like a point guard. uh, And I think his wingspan is many inches wider than seven feet (laughs) and uh, just one of the most phenomenal NBA athletes of all time. But anyway, so uh, Zach Lowe's reporting there's no structural damage to his knee. That doesn't mean he's like back next game. Uh, That series was tied 2-2 in the game in which he was injured. Uh, The Hawks came back. So Um, it's it's the strangest NBA postseason uh, I've ever seen. You know, the Hawks, nobody had them 
a lot of people didn't have them coming out of the first round. And usually you have a pretty good sense of who's going to the finals in the NBA. But because this was such a weird season, because there were so many injuries, it's looking like it could be the Hawks. It could be uh, the Clippers without Kawhi. Um, yeah. It's, it's, hey, people, people I, I, I'm glad to see smiles in places where there normally aren't when it comes to basketball. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's take a quick break so I can cry, and then we'll be back. We'll talk about that alert in New York City and Shohei Otani. And we're back. Uh, And earlier uh, today, everybody in New York got a, you know, one of those alerts that terrifies you on your phone that's like, and like buzzes five times and, but it wasn't an Amber alert. It was telling people to turn off their air condition. Oh no. Cause it's 97 in New York city. Uh, one of the hardest places to be when it's that hot. Uh, Cause everything smells of garbage and the fact that you are on an entire land Island of concrete, like starts working against you cause it's capturing all the heat and yeah. like, baking you uh and then reflecting off the buildings (laughs) insulating it further yeah and they were just like uh yeah i i don't know man i'm starting to feel like this whole capitalism thing uh where where there's just not the incentive for people to like fix this shit man no i mean look at and we're you know as much as we people are talking like what about climate change what are we gonna do it's like well it's here now Right. And it's clearly fucking everything up. Like yeah. you have street cables melting in certain places. You have, like I saw like in Tacoma, Washington, because it's so hot up there, the people were quadrupling the rates to rent a hotel room that had air conditioning in it. So again, you're beginning to see how, you know, access is playing into how people will even navigate these, you know, flare ups and the gradual just, you know, hellscape that uh the the geography the land that we're on is becoming so yeah i don't know that's that's what always just gets me more and more bummed i'm like see we're just constantly we're trying to keep up with something that we're not actively solving and it's just gonna i don't know i don't know i don't know how it ends up how we get to the optimistic end of this thing yeah the um you know maybe this young generation coming up behind us of socialists where even young republicans are socialists maybe they'll they'll fix shit but the the boomers they're they're hanging on for dear life um and i i'm also just interested in the use of these like alerts i don't think they're ever that great like i think uh science or like people have like done looked into whether these help solve crimes and it's like very rarely they do. And oftentimes they create, you know, false positives all over the place. Right. Um, but I'm sure there's a way to use that. The, the fact that like people, you can just reach anyone at a moment's notice, but it just doesn't seem like we figured out the right way to do it. Uh, Jaws, uh, a, a real scene from a Jaws sequel that never was happened. What somebody was parasailing like that very standard beachfront, activity that you see anytime you're at the beach there's is that are you dragged behind a boat or is that are you pulled yeah, by you're a dragged boat behind a boat you're on a parachute 
very boring. Like it's, it looks cool from a distance. And then when you get in there, you're just kind of, uh, in a, in a very like strapped in really tight to a harness and just going slowly up and down. Uh, but it became uh, much less boring when a shark jumped out of the water and fucking attacked somebody like a giant, I think they think it was a white shark jumped out of the water and like basically bit somebody's foot off. Uh, oh my God. It bit their foot off. Yeah, they're oh, in serious fuck. condition. They survived, but are in serious condition at a local hospital. I'm not doing this. No. Yeah. It's like, it, because you're also totally immobilized back there. Like, there's not yeah. nothing you can see. So, it it does resemble, to a large degree, like a, a fishing rig <laughs> that you're just, like, being used to fish <laughs> for bait. sharks yeah. back there. You chum the water with your foot. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, this is the thing. I'm... Whenever I see, I've seen too many videos like on accounts like Kook Slams on Instagram where there's just all these wild, just a wind gust will take the parasail like just completely left and you're just, you're not having the time that you thought you were having. And yeah, there's, there's part of, I think that coupled with my fear quite literally of the film Jaws is a thing that will keep me from ever doing that. Yeah. I mean, this is. Jaws would have used this scene if they had thought of it or if parasailing was a thing when right. they were still making Jaws movies. 100%. Um, and finally, got to talk about Shohei. Uh, he is on a tear. Um, he, on Tuesday night in Yankee Stadium, he hit two home runs uh, to take the major league lead in home runs. We've been talking about this dude uh, from like basically day one of this major league baseball season. I don't give a shit about Major League Baseball no. usually, but this is uh, incredible. Uh, and for people uh, who don't care, he's also uh, pitching while he's doing this. Um, and with a baby's face, with a baby's face, uh, even though he's like a lumberjack's body, yeah, yeah. Like Paul Revere, Paul Bunyan's body. Um, two, he's pitching at a two fifty eight earned run average. Uh, and is just crushing home runs. It's unbelievable. He yeah. has a slugging percentage of 1.049, which is like he, he's over one. It's rare yeah. that anybody I, goes I think over one. Just even simply, right? If you, if you see that the, if he's playing, just watch him at bat because there's a good chance he's going to crush the fucking ball. And then if he's, then you can watch him pitch really. It's just, uh, yeah, there's no, there's a like a New York Times article that said, is there such thing as too much Shohei Otani? And I don't think there is because oh, we're man. talking about this is a thing that I think we've talked about too. Is I love when we get these like there's an athlete out there who's just fucking it up so hardcore that everyone's like, I don't know, man. Everyone watched this until this person showed up and we're watching something very historic. And even like Aaron Boone on the Yankees, like uh, what he's doing is he said, quote, borderline impossible. Yeah. That's what makes this so fucking special. And I think it's just I feel like if you if you just watch baseball very passively, you're like, yeah, good pitchers, you know, they can they can do that. And if you're good at bat, you can do that. But the combination is just makes this shit so freaky. Yeah. Hasn't been done in 100 years. I'm just going to read this list of his last two weeks. So June 15th home run, June 16th home run, June 17th, uh, five strike <laughs> through five strikeouts, six innings pitched one earned run June 18th, 
two home runs. June 19th, home run. 20th, home run. 21st, they were off. Okay. Uh, 22nd, he had a bad day. Zero, uh, went 0 for 3. Uh, 23rd, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Uh, 24th off again, like he should have still hit a home run even though they were off. 25th, home run. 26th, went 1 for 3. 27th, home run. 28th, home run. 29th, two home runs. Yeah. Like what, what nobody has ever been in a zone like this that I, as long as I've been passively paying attention to baseball. So it's pretty dope. People aren't like pitching strikes to him. They're just like afraid of him and he's still doing it. <laughs> he's finding it. He's finding yeah. it. So he's got um, 28. What's he, is he on pace to, to fuck it up home for, and for a single season? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I actually don't know what, what his pace is. Yeah. But I wish a I knew. Lot. His pace is a lot. I don't think, I think if he was on pace for like over, 60 people yeah, would be probably, probably putting that in the write-ups but yeah. um like just being on pace to lead the league in home runs while also uh pitching extremely effectively is uh, uh unbelievable he's right now people say the odds on favorite to be the mvp um and this kind of came out of nowhere like he wasn't supposed to even be the best player on his team this season um, yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're doing things Mike Trout can't do, then we're yeah. that that's something. But I mean, I think the the hope was always that this was possible. Like when he came to the to the, to the US was that he's a two-way player and in Japan he was proving it, but everyone again is always like, "Well, let's see what he can do in the majors." And you know what? Mm. Japanese people know how to play baseball. So don't think yeah. Major League Baseball is the only place where you get it done, okay? Yeah. All right, so those are the things that are trending on this uh very eventful wednesday um we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show until then uh be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will talk to you all tomorrow bye